Welcome to Book BFFs, the show that celebrates the joy of reading and the phenomenal people they inspire. I'm your host, Jenny, and today I am here with the extremely talented Typo, and we will be discussing the book, The Creative Act, A Way of Being by Rick Rubin. What's up, Typo? What's up? Happy to be here. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Yeah. I need you to know I decided to be barefoot, pata sucia. Yes. To really um, embody Rick Rubin and everything he stands for. Yeah, his way of being. His way of being. Yeah. And I have so many questions for you. I need to know. I need you to know that. But this book goes so in depth, and I think it's one of those books that you can't just read one time. Yeah, I mean, I've read it twice, and I listen to it all the time while I'm painting and making sculptures in the studio. So it's like constantly just like because there's all these little like sort of mini chapters, and then every time I hear it. I pick up something a little different, you know? But even starting with the title, like, A Way of Being, like, the creative act, like, it is, the book truly is, like, it's not even about art. It's not about music. It's just about, like, being, like, how to interact with the world around us. And to me, I love that. That's perfect. I, I love that, too. And I love that. I feel like you really embody uh, a way of being just by your presence. The second you walked in here, I was like, he understands energy, right? Yeah. And going into Rick Rubin, being the author, I watched a 60 minutes on him. You mm -hmm. have to see it if you haven't already. Yeah, I haven't seen it. You have to watch it. It's only like 10 minutes of the 60 minutes. Okay. But it's a must watch. And he says, um, I'm a reducer, not a producer. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. It's he, He's always talking about like narrowing things down and I always try to do that with my work is is like where can I cut the fat like all right here's my idea for this now like how do I get it to here you know like he's like okay we're making 20 songs right now how do we get it to five for the album and like that's always how I kind of look at everything in my life like how can I I'm very much like a minimalist like I wear I have multiple of these shoes these jeans these shirts like I wear the same thing every day so everything I do I try to bring it down to its bare bones so I can just sort of focus and, and sort of just like be a conduit for making. Yeah, how do you do that? How do I do it? Yeah, that's not that easy. Oh, what, like cut down everything? I'm low-key low a hoarder and for me, I know it's very difficult to... Well, you know what it is? I used to not be and I used to have a lot of, like I had over 200 pairs of shoes. Now I have three pairs of shoes and they're the same ones. And I kind of, I, I started reading about minimalism and and I just, I don't know, there was something about it that was intriguing where I was just like, oh, I don't want things, I want experiences. And like, I need people, I don't need things. And these things that I thought were making me happy were not. And once I got rid of them, I felt so much happier, like a weight was lifted off my shoulders. And then like from there, I just kept going. And I like went through all, all the stuff in my house, like furniture, like everything, like even food, I, I am very, minimal and how at least at home like I cook most of my food at home and so just I try to keep it clean and efficient and then when I go out I eat you know whatever the hell I want um but like it just makes everything so much simpler and easy and I don't have to think like I don't think whereas before I'm like oh I'm going to an opening like I'm going to put on this crazy jacket or this shirt or like this new thing I just got now I just grab it because my closet's this big and it's just black and I just grab it I'm not even looking while I'm on the phone and I'm moving and I just keep going and it just over you know, 80 years of life, it just makes everything, I think, more efficient. And honestly, like, I make art, so like, I don't have to like, wear, 
who I am on my clothes. I try to just keep that simple. Like I think maybe for other people, it's good to like express themselves like that, but I don't really, um, yeah, I don't see a need for it. What was like the key note that you took from the actual book? Well, I feel like if there was a thesis, yeah. it would be to get the fuck out of my own way. You know what I mean? And it's like, just be a conduit. And it's just like, be open because like the world, like things are happening. And if I'm listening, then I'm gonna know where to go next and what to do. When I'm stressed and I'm running around, what do I do and I'm freaking out and all these things, then it always seems to be like you're hitting a brick wall. And like, that's not ever where I wanna be. And so to me, like almost everything in there is really like, get out of your way, be open, like be open to life. Like, yeah, I live in Miami, but I'm also open to maybe living somewhere else one day. Like, I don't know. And like, I think life just happens and you have to just be ready and be ready to sort of adapt and grow at all times. And one of the things that he mentions about a lot is keeping your childlike wander and how you're like yeah. my psychologies with children. Explain that childlike wander within you. Yeah, I mean, I'm curious about everything. Like, no matter what, because sometimes, you know, I think we go through a series of things like we all, we all pull up with like our own U-Haul truck full of issues, right? And it's like from our childhood, from the way like my parents raised me to like instances with friends and things and stuff happens and we're scarred and we have all these things that now molded me into this like human being, whether you're jaded, whether you're excited, whether whatever it is, depressed, like life is an insane place. It's like beautiful, it's violent, it's amazing, it's happy, it's terrifying. It's like all of these things at the same time. And for me, I just try to be like put myself in a place where I was like five years old. And they're like, what do you wanna be when you're an adult? And I still ask myself that, like, especially during lockdown, I was just like, was the first time in my entire life that everything was just quiet. There was no jobs, there was no work, there was no hustling, there wasn't 24 seven, 365, no days off, like, which is what I was doing before. And I think my quality of life then was a little bit less. And then once I had that time to stop and think for a little bit, I was just like, oh, what do I want? And then like, oh, taking more time and like relaxing and like all these things. And then I could kind of like implement things like that. Something Rick Rubin talks about a lot is that we're translators. And you mentioned the word vessel earlier. Yeah. So using our bodies as a vessel to translate messages. And I feel like art is one of the most beautiful ways to do that. So when you're painting, when you're creating these pieces, and when you're about your daily life, how are you that translator in your art? I mean, I try to just let it come, like I try not to think about it too much. And I try to get into like what I guess I call like a flow state and just like let things happen. I mean, luck, you know, it was really hard when I was young because you know, you're like 20 years old. You're like, who the f am I? Like, what am I doing? Like, I, yeah, it's just like, it's hard. Like whether you're anything, like I think whether you're a tennis player, or whatever, like you don't know what your style is yet. And so it's like when I was trying to figure out who I was as a creative and what my visual vocabulary was, it was really difficult. Whereas in now I've been doing it, I'm 39, I'm turning 40 this year. And it's like, I have, you know, like 20 years of creating experience where now I can actually almost like a mood board, but not in such a cheesy way. I can literally put everything out that I've done in the last 20 years and I can see who I am and what I'm putting into the world. And then I'm like, oh, this is me. Like this is, these are parts of me. 
And now I can look at all of that and then vibe off of that. And I like, I, I, I saw a documentary one time and Little Wayne was talking and it was kind of amazing and that inspired me. And he was saying that he only listened to his own music. And like, so he's just like, he's not listening to everyone else's new tracks, all that. He's just going, going, getting beats, freestyling. And I love that he was just like inspiring himself to be a better version of himself. And so I started doing that. And I started surrounding myself with my work and looking and getting so deep into it where I was realizing the colors I was using, the shapes I was using, like the dimensionality, like the composition. And then I started, oh, that's my thing. And then I was like, oh, this is my other thing. And then I go, oh, all these things together are me. And then I realized that there was sort of like a game plan there that I wasn't looking at, that I didn't know about until I kind of zoomed out and saw everything. And then after that, there was like this flow state where I kind of just go. And then now I just like play. It's like one thing rolls into the other and it's literally just like a ball rolling down a mountain. And I just kind of ninja roll into this. Yeah. You know, like you ninja rolled into here. Yeah, I basically. That. I told you yeah. I'm like, I feel like you're just such a playful person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, and I try to just be that person and I just I just go and like I feel yeah. like my work is better. My life is better and things just get better. And obviously, like nobody's perfect. Like I'm insane. But like I think that like the more I practice it, the better I get at it. And it's like the less stressed I am in life, the healthier I feel, the younger I feel. And it's just like, who wants to be running around being stressed and like crazy all the time? Like, of life is too short for any of that. It is, enjoying every you know? moment. Yeah. And something that talks about in the book that I, you kind of mentioned to you that I want to bring back was how you were like, when I was in my 20s, I was like, who am I? I'm figuring this out. And yeah. now you welcome me, your beautiful 40s that's right around the corner. You feel more confident, solidified in who you are. But yeah. talk about how your art has progressed through that and using your, per your personal life parallel to that. Oh, totally. I mean, my my work matured. Like I always tell people, like as I matured and grew up and turned into an adult, my work matured. And you know, so like when I was younger, like I'm in recovery, and so I've been sober for 19 years now. And so I got yes. sober when I was 20 years old. Before I've never had a legal drink in my life, but that's because I also went ham when I was a kid, and I was like wild. And so like at that point in time my work was wild and it was like really dark and it was really like aggressive and it was really just like, it was a, like a mirror that I put up to myself. Whereas like now I'm an adult who like has love in his life and friends and building community and all these things. My work obviously doesn't reflect that anymore. Yeah, I don't even know who that person was, but now I kind of, and building for the world I am in and then the world that I want to be in. And so it's like every year I can slowly see my work growing with me and then kind of like finding out. And it's not even like tangible things. I just start to see it like it just shifts. And then I'm like, oh, that feels right. And then I'm like, oh, yeah. And then one day I'm like, oh, I want to design a park and I want to engage in kids and adults and families and things. And then all of a sudden it just like happens. And then like things just start like moving and going, obviously with hard work, a lot of hard work, but like it, it, these things just start moving and flowing in, in the way they should be once I take care of myself. And like, that's always my rule. Like when anyone asks me and they're like, oh, well, I'm trying to like figure out who I am or like a young artist is like asking me questions or whatever. And I'm like, dude, if you don't know yourself, then you're not gonna know who you are as an artist. And I think that's the same with 
everything in life. Like, how could I have a relationship with another person when I don't know who I am? You know, and I feel like that's the same thing. Like, my relationship with art is that. It's a relationship. And it's the longest one I've ever been in in my life. And it's, so it's something that, like, if I don't know who I am, then my art is probably just going to be a regurgitation of things that I see, you know? So what inspires you? I mean, everything. Everything around me, you know? Like, in terms of, like, art, everything from, like, classical, like, Dutch and Flemish still life paintings to, like, Osama Noguchi sculptures to, like, anything. And I think it's just the way of being. Like, a lot of the work I'm making now is because I looked at the world and I was just like, what the fuck is wrong with us? And then I was just like, everybody's fighting. Nobody knows how to communicate. People are fighting over everything. Like you're on the left, you're on the right. Like my diet's better than your diet. Like you should do this. Like anybody's a fucking doctor. And then like, I was just wondering like what, like it brought me to a place where I was like, how did we all learn this? Because they're all learned behaviors. We just come out a dumb baby. We don't know anything, you know what I mean? I started figuring out like, oh, okay, these are all taught things. And then I started studying about childhood psychology. And I started learning about like all these different things. There was this guy, um, which my work is largely based off of um, Frederick Froebel's, who in the early 1900s or in the 1800s, he created what is called Froebel's gifts. And those are what we know um, as children's building blocks. And so he also created what we know as kindergarten. And so he was really interested in like the, the parental child communication and like the barriers and the problems and solving problems and like colors, shapes, textures, um, space, how we deal with failures, like all these different things. And then I look around and everything starts to make sense. And I'm like, fucking A, like this person was not raised right. And then so it's just like, okay, how do I like work through this with my art? And so like everything from like the parks that I'm designing to the installations, everything is kind of meant to take us on this journey in this like self-reflective sort of environment to have these conversations. And so everything I do is kind of based on that because it's, you can always backtrack everything and figure out where the problem started. And so if it started there, it's like, okay, great. How do we solve that problem? Right. And so because like at the end of the day, like we all want the same basic shit. We want to be happy, we want to be healthy, and we don't want anyone we love to be harmed. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, I think everybody can agree on that. And so it's like, how do we get to a place where we could have those like kindergarten rules basically, where it's like, be nice to the person next to you. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all. Like, don't steal if it's not yours. Like, ask if you want to play with someone else's toy. Like, basic that, like, even as adults, people I know in their 40s don't know how to do that. And, like, that's insane to me, you know? And it's like, hopefully we can get to a place where we're just a little bit better every day. Right. Are there any, like, takeaways that you want to drop from the book, anything you want to share that you've interpreted? I know it's a lot. I'm telling you, we could, we could there's do like so a 12-hour I mean, podcast on this. Yeah, there's a lot of things. I mean, everything is like from little things. Like there was one part where he talked about um, like there was a, a problem they were having creatively or something like that, and he needed to make a decision. And he went to like a library or, or like a bookstore, and he just opened up a random book and went like that and read it and see if that like pertained and like connected to that. And I just thought that, like, 
that openness and also like that willingness to go on like some sort of journey like that is fucking dope. Like to me, like I've been doing things like that all the time where it's like literally, yeah, I'll just open a random book and look at it and do that. But then also just like problem solving. I just try to do something different. Like he said in one part that like a band was playing at nighttime and they couldn't figure it out. So they started working in the morning or they're working in the day all the time. And so they worked in the dark and turned the lights out. And it's like, there's things like that where it's just, how do you look at life in a different way? Because it's like, we're all set in these ways. I'm set in my ways. I'm trying to be open all the time. And I'm still, I have habits that have been formed over a lifetime. And so I always have to check myself and be like, so I always, I question, I question what I'm getting from other people. I question myself and I'm just like, Am I saying this because I believe it? Am I saying this because I'm trained to say this? Am I saying this because I just hear my parents saying it growing up and I think it's me being autonomous, but it's not. And so it's like, you kind of have to go that far into it to really figure out like what, what is being open and then what is just me shoveling in everything that I've been taught. Yeah, you know what I mean? From like everything. Yeah. Wow. So much knowledge and wisdom. Thank you. <laughs> I feel it. I'm like registering. I know it's a reflection of you, yeah, but you would understand the depths of it because of the depths of you. The second, the first page I started reading, I was just like, oh, yeah, yes. like, this is what's up. And then a lot of my friends were texting and writing and they were like, dude, this book is sick. And then people were like, dude, should I get this? And now this is, I gift this to everybody. I love that. And, and I just hope that they don't have it already because now everyone I know is buying it. And if they somebody else, they Yeah. More. And I think it's a cool thing to have and just kind of like share. I, yeah. I think. If anything, it's just a beautiful thing to share with people. Of course. And in the beginning, how he just states, these are just my thoughts. Take what resonates. Yeah. What like, look, everything that I'm talking about, this is, I don't expect anyone to ever, like, people usually think I'm crazy because of, like, I have, like, a uniform and I do this and I work out in the morning and I, like, I have my thing. It's but your it, way of being. Yeah, it's my way of being. You could do whatever the fuck you want. Like, of that's course. what life is about. And I think I do whatever I want and I just try to be conscious that I'm not encroaching on anyone else's like everything I'm doing, but I'm doing it to me. I'm not of doing course. it. I'm not like, all right, you're going to get up at four in the morning and work out with me. Like do whatever you it's want. Exactly. And it's like, that's what life is about. Like that's, if anything, it should just be about us being happy of about what, what's what we're yeah. doing. And a fun little question, because I want to know, I'm sure other people are curious before we get into our little game. How did you get your name typo? Um, when I was like 14 or 15, I was doing graffiti with my friends. Um, and then I needed a tag and I was kind of like, I had a bunch of different names. And then my friend Jason, um, who wrote Tyrex at the time, he was like, you can take my backup tag. It was typo. And then I was just like, oh, I like that. And I was like, that's, and it's literally been my first name ever since then. Wow. Yeah. So, so it's, it's definitely stuck with you. <laughs> well, and it's simple and it's easy because it's just one word and it's recognizable and and yeah. it makes life easier. Okay, so we're gonna play a little fun game called Word Associations. Okay. And I'm gonna say 10 words from the book. Okay. And I want you to say the first thing that comes to your mind after I say the initial word. Okay. So 10 are gonna be from the book and 10 are gonna be not from the book. Okay, I can okay. play this game. No yeah. thinking, just you're going for it. Okay, no thinking, okay. got it. You're, Don't you're overthink any of this. No, okay. just go for it. Wait, hold on, let me prepare myself. <laughs> prep, 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 take your moment. Okay. You ready? Let's go. Okay. Collaboration. Friendship. Flow. State. 
Intuition. Love. Vulnerability. Family. Authenticity. Realness. Experimental. Trust. Inspiration. Parents. Wow, I felt that. Yeah. Ooh. In real. Whoa, I really <laughs> felt that one. Wow, you spoke to my soul when you said that. Imperfection. Me. Exploration. The world. Transformation. Life. Wow, I want to give you like a 10 out of 10 for all those last responses. I don't know if, we're, if we can score those. I don't know, but I felt, I really felt what you were saying. Wow. Okay, 10 not from the book. You okay, ready? I'm ready. Okay, trampoline. Jump. <laughs> not as deep. These ones are. I love deep. it. I love it. Brinca, brinca. The balance. We need the balance of yeah. both. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quadri. Carnival. Terrifying. <laughs> Clowns. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> That's the first thing I thought of. I thought of a clown, and I was like, no, get out of my face. Carnival cruise. I love that. Galaxy. Quest. I was thinking about Hiking. the movie. Hiking. Nature. Dragonfly. Flying? <laughs> that one's terrible. Gourmet. I'm just thinking of them flying. I don't flying know. little, yeah. little dragonflies everywhere. Gourmet. Gourmet food? Tornado. Terrifying. <laughs> I love that. Two more words. You ready? Yeah. Symphony. Um, beauty. Bookshelf. Books. I know, that's a terrible one, but I'm thinking about all the books in my house. I don't know. You if know. there's one thing that you can change in the world today, what would it be? I mean, that's a loaded question. There's it, a lot of things lot of we things, should probably one change. One thing. One thing? I think maybe, you know what would probably make things a little bit better? Is, is maybe like a deep sense of like empathy. Like if I could look at you and I could feel, like really feel what you're feeling, because like a lot of our problems, I think clearly I think about this way too much, but like a lot of our problems are like proximity problems. Like if it's not happening to me or my friends or my family, I don't really have time. You know what I mean? And it's like you see everyone, that's why like somebody in your family gets cancer, all of a sudden you start a cancer foundation. You know what I mean? People aren't typically just doing that because like life is going great. A lot of people do and there's an amazing human beings that are doing that. But a lot of the time you're not thinking about other people's You're not thinking about their problems. And then somebody comes and they're having a bad day or they're yelling at somebody. They're not yelling at you because they hate you. They're yelling at you or they're being rude or whatever because they're having their own issues. And like if you feel that and you know that then you would respond differently to everybody. And so it's like, I always try to think about that when people are just having days or people are just assholes and like that happens. And who knows what happened to that person in their childhood? I don't know. Like they might not even have a family. Like there's all these things I get to go home and I still have my family and I have like my friends and I have a dog and like I have a house that I live in and I have food every day. A lot of people don't have that, you know? For sure. Well, Typo, thank you for being here. It has really been a pleasure. You are a walking light of wisdom who has gone through darkness, but you're sitting here enlightening people, not only through your artwork, but through your words. You know, this has really been a deep reflection. So thank you for being here. Cool, yeah, thanks for having me. This was awesome. This is, yeah. I always like, 
I could talk about life and the world probably forever. Yeah. So this and is you cool. should keep doing it because people need to hear it. Yeah, thank so, you. You're welcome. Where can we find out more about you when people can tune into all your beautiful artwork? Um, I think Instagram is probably the easiest thing because I just use it as a portfolio. It's just T-Y-P-O-E, at typo. Um, and then, yeah, typo.com. Typo.com. Do I don't, I don't have Twitter because I don't like to read anything that people are writing. <laughs> yeah, you read all that people are writing. I'm like, what do you mean you Yeah, like no, no, no. Anything? I like to read this. I don't like, you know, it's, it's funny. It's like you want to hear maybe your friend's comments about something about life. You don't want to hear everybody's comments of about course. life. Too and much so clutter. Too I keep much it clutter. simple. I keep it to pictures. Cool. And do you have any like paintings or murals in Miami that people can go by and check out? Um, yeah, in Miami, what do I have? I have a park that I designed in Brickell um, at the Underline. Okay. And um, so it's a sculpture park. Cool. Um, I have a permanent sculpture that's going to be on the first floor of the Perez Art Museum yeah. that's coming. And so we're going to announce that's that exciting. soon. Um, and then, yeah, I have like a, a mural in Wynwood that's like, it sort of all looks like neon. And then there's neon on top of it um, at the Wynwood 25 building. It's, it's off of 25th Street, I think, Perfect. and second. Yeah. Cool. Love that. Thank you guys for tuning into today's episode. Make sure you guys like, comment, and subscribe. Typo is amazing. Make sure to check out The Creative Act, A Way of Being by Ruben. It will honestly change your life and give you a lot of more wisdom than you gained today. So make sure to comment, like, and subscribe, and see you on the next one.